0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Smart and Safe Small Business Podcast. I am here with Konark, who is the founder of Rural Handmade, which is like Alibaba for sustainable and handmade products. So thank you for joining us, Konark.
1: Thank you for having me, Alex.
0: So tell me, what is one problem that you help your clients solve with Rural Handmade?
1: Well, one specific problem that we are actually helping our clients is essentially uh, what we're looking at is there are a lot of these entrepreneurs who are looking to create sustainable, meaningful brands, but they obviously have issues like limited budget. They have concerns around sourcing. They also have concerns around how sustainable is this? And so what we do is we we take these problems and then we connect these uh, entrepreneurs to the communities across the world. Uh, and right now we specifically focus on India, Nepal, Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka. But these bunch of communities are exceptionally good at making and creating things, but they lack the reach to the global market. At the same time, they lack the design excellence. So, you know, essentially what we do is we connect these two SMEs and together they create these wonderful B2C brands uh, for the consumers.
0: And can you tell me about the sort of businesses that you work with that are purchasing? What, what's your ideal client that works with uh, Rural Handmade?
1: So an ideal client, actually, essentially we have, uh, you know, specific sales funnels. Uh, so we have entrepreneurs. These are people who sell online, uh, have a Shopify store or sell on Amazon or Etsy. Uh, then we have retailers and wholesalers. Uh, and a lot of them essentially, you know, uh, you know, have shops, basically. Uh, and then we have, we actually also do work with a lot of charities because we have a lot of fair trade organizations who kind of help them create these nice, you know, gift items for their donors. Uh, and finally, we also do work with interior designers, uh, people who kind of, you know, fix hotels, you know, every now and then they get these, you know, specific requirements of, you know, commissioning a design. So So we help them as well.
0: And tell me, what are the typical symptoms that the entrepreneurs and the e-commerce businesses face when they're trying to source sustainable products on their own?
1: I think one major problem that we've seen is, uh, and this is sourcing in general, is lack of trust. So so what happens is if you go to Alibaba uh, or any other sourcing company, you don't even know if that is a manufacturer. Uh, And then you don't even know if that is the right price. In with rural handmade, we have a very simple, transparent supply chain. So we are a commission-based uh, business. So uh, we only take a specific commission depending on the amount of works we have put in onto uh, the invoice. So there is a 100% transparency as far as the amount of money that you're, you know, giving to the to the communities or the or the small manufacturers. Um, that's number one. Number two is uh, quality control. So a lot of times people they work with, you know, Far East, this is China, India, Vietnam, uh, Indonesia, uh, quality is a major concern. Uh, and what we have been able to do in the last couple of years is create an ecosystem of, uh, you know, maintaining high quality standards. Uh, and this is to do with the fact that we have a very strong team on the ground, which help you uh, manage uh, and achieve the right set of qualities uh, for the products that are being made.
0: And what are some problems that, or sorry, what are some common mistakes that these entrepreneurs make when they set out to do this on their own without using a service like yours?
1: Uh, Well, one of the big mistakes that I've seen is, uh, again, they get uh, bitten by the prices uh, because I think when they don't do enough search, they often source expensive products. Second thing they do is they, also, when they don't do their due diligence, by the time the, the shipment uh, reaches, you know, the U.S. Or, or the Europe, it has some defects. Uh, it has issues with quality. It has issues with colors, uh, and then it becomes a difficult, you know, process to return the shipment back. And then you're stuck. You have to really sell it. And then, you know, you often get on Facebook groups. I have a stock of, you know, 500 products, and you know, I want to liquidate it now, and so I can't. So, so we, we what we're really saying is that uh, we work with you, and we are in your team. Uh, at the same time, uh, we are also, you know, helping people who you kind know, of, you know, in the handmade space, these are all, you know, self-help groups and, and small, you know, family businesses. Um, so kind of, it kind of creates a, a massive, sustainable, you know, story around the, the whole, you know, creating products.
0: Fifth question here, and we've got four minutes left. What is one valuable free action that the audience can implement that will help them with sustainable sourcing?
1: I think uh, one valuable reaction would be, I think uh, if you're try- trying to create a brand, uh, start thinking about uh, the change in consumer behavior, especially post COVID. Uh, start thinking of uh, people are going to still uh, ask these things on you know, who's making it, why it is being made and why I'm purchasing this brand. So the story has to be very strong.
0: Got it. And what is one free resource that you can direct people to that will help uh, help them solve this problem around sustainable sourcing? I think there's not one,
1: but if you go to Google, I think a lot of uh, different different uh, businesses are using technology to f- uh, kind of you know fix problems around uh, sourcing, problems around uh, creating products. So I think if you're just in sync with what's happening in terms of the latest technology, uh, you will have a successful brand.
0: And I heard that you have an opportunity for listeners around uh, perhaps commission. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yes. So, so we just kind of, you know, want to help SMEs. We essentially are a business that kind of helps SMEs in either ends. And I I know these are difficult times. And, you know, for us, we work with a lot of artists and communities and we are offering a 0% commission on the first order. So this also helps you try our services. Uh, at the same time, you know, you can start off by a small budget, create a wonderful product and then, uh, you know, uh, uh kind of, you know, help us sell the service and, and, and what we have. So zero percent commission for the first order, uh, with us.
0: And how can listeners take advantage of that?
1: Well, uh, we can effectively go to ruralhandmade.com, uh, drop, drop some message say that, you know, you listened to this podcast, wonderful podcast by Alex, and, uh, we can take it forward from there.
0: Wonderful. So, last question here is: What's one question that I should have asked that would give great value to the listeners and the answer as well?
1: Uh, I think uh, one thing that you should have asked is uh, potentially about the uh, changing consumers' behavior uh, and and what is going to be the next uh, big thing with the buyers' uh, mindset. Um, I think, and and I, I genuinely think uh, you know the future is all about. SMEs. It's not about the big brands. Uh, it's about you buy from me and I buy from you, uh, and our, all of us collectively not go uh, to the big companies. Uh, and and you know, we've, we've been just looking at the unemployment rates, uh, and uh, it, it's 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 obviously quite uh, you know disheartening. At the same time, we all of us as 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 purchasers as businesses have an ownership towards helping you know SMEs, and and that's it. So the future is SMEs. We just have to think and empower these SMEs at this stage.
0: Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I'm looking forward to catching up with you later.
1: All right. Thank you, Alex. Cheers, man.